Oh God, we come today now. We say in Jesus' name, Thy will be done on every heart in this meeting. Just Thy will be done. Father, water the seed that has been sown, that it may be forth to Thy honor and Thy glory, because we ask it in Thy beautiful name. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Thank you. Bless the Lord. We know, and you know, there's never been a time in the world like this today. We know we're living in a world and all at once something is going to happen. That's why we're ministering like this. We know that things are going to wax worse and worse. But we all know so now that those who love God is going to take us according to his word and rescue us out of these terrible things that's coming. That's what we're getting ready for. You know as well as I do, and you've seen them talking about, and it tells you all about the word of God, about the hydrogen bomb and all these things that are coming up, going to coming upon the world, men's hearts failing them, there's left, right, and the centers, ups and there's downs, there's everywhere. It's perplexities everywhere. They're talking about making air race shelters, going under the ground, it's according to the word of God. But those things doesn't concern us. We're concerned about going in this mighty airlift, the glorious rapture, which is spoken about in the word of God. Those that are ready, washed in the blue and clean, and are looking for his coming. Uh, just as they tell you how to prepare and what to do when this bomb and all these things come. Well, I've got a leaflet here that tells you what to do if you are to be left when we've gone to glory. Some do's and don'ts for those who are left after the rapture. Never seen a track like that before. I'm not interested in it. I'm going. I'm making my call in Lexington Shore. But there may be some that's left. And if you've any doubt about it, get one of these from me after the meeting. So you'll know what to do when we've gone. Because we're going. As sure as I stand here, while I'm in love with God, I'm going. Sometimes it feels a job to stop here. Because you get a certain point, you lose, it's so marvelous. We think we're going. But I can tell you now, it's better for me to stop here for you lot for a bit longer. Because I've got the goods. I've got the goods. I've got the goods. All those who've got the goods all stand up and look at another.
on tonight? He brought us out. He took us from the mighty clay. He put our feet on the rock. Hallelujah. And that's it, Jesus, that we're lifting up tonight. Amen. That's it, Jesus, that does all, everything that we want him to. It's him that makes a difference. It's Jesus. Hallelujah. He came along and he touched me. And I've never been the same again. Hallelujah. And who wants to be the same? Huh? He came along and he touched us. Hallelujah. And we've never been the same again. I'm telling you, it's wonderful. We don't know the power that there is in praise and worship and adoration unto God. Hallelujah. And it's, it's just wonderful that when we come into that place that we could just let go and let God have his way in us. Many of you know us. We come from a, an awful bleak place up there in the north of Scotland. It's the most easterly point. And my, my, as you come up, you come farther up Scotland, you begin to see more nothing and nothing and nothing. And I often wonder how God chose a bunch of ignorant people like us away up in the northeast of Scotland to give us this wonderful revelation. You see, I call it a revelation, folks. So many people take it so much for granted. But I remember the first time that Brother Henry came up to Peterhead and me and Brother Simon was deacons in the church, believe it or not. And we, it was our job to see that Brother Henry got his banners all stuck up. And my, my, you know what it is, the first time we was exposed to any man that would be shouting the way he did. And as we was holding the ladders, we would be making eyes at one another. <laughs> Hallelujah! And then we seen the banners going up and we said, Oh, Lord, what's this? In church? <gasps> the church. And we seen all banners going round about our beautiful walls. And my, my, this is a house of God. What's going on here? But I'll tell you, folks, it was real. It was a setting free. It was a deliverance from, for us. When Brother Henry and his folk came up, and set us wonderfully free. I may say, Brother Henry was led of God to come up. He, it wasn't Henry that set us free. It was God that set us free. It was Jesus that set us free. But thank God for the vessel. Listen, thank God for willing people. Willing people with a license in the altar without any strings attached. You see, we've been so used to people with strings attached. So easy to love people that you love. It's so easy to love people that, well, you can say, I love you, brother, but on the other hand, there's something happening with strings attached. But you know, when you come in among pure people, when you come in upon that pure love of Jesus, there's no strings attached. It just seems to be like a big scissors cutting all the strings. Not nothing. The same love that Jesus had for us. That's the same type of love that we want to flow. That's the same revelation that God 
gave us. And since that time, we've traveled all over the world, shouting the victory, moving as the Holy Spirit directed us to move, and speak as the Holy Spirit wanted us to speak, and dance as the Holy Spirit wanted us to dance. We've been in every church and every organization that there is to get into. The Lord has opened the doors for us to go in and preach the gospel of the kingdom. Are you listening to me? The gospel of the kingdom. There's so many different types to think. The gospel of the kingdom. The kingdom of God is not eat and drink. But what is it? Love, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. And as we let that kingdom lift up within us, I'm telling you, It'll start working. Listen, you'll see a whole lot of stuff in these meetings. Every time when I would go into a meeting, I would say to the folks, especially in America, you see, they had one dish that I I couldn't even put near my mouth. And you know what that was? That was sweet potatoes. That was potatoes and sweet. They were so sweet potatoes. I I just couldn't go them. But every time we was invited out to supper, right in the middle of the table was that sweet potatoes. But as I looked and I said, well, the sweet potatoes is there again, Mabel, but it doesn't stop me eating the other meat that's on the table. <laughs> Listen to me now. Sweet potatoes. Now in glory meetings and in Holy Ghost meetings, you're going to have your sweet potato. But you know what you have to do? You have to put it at one side and stretch out for the strong meat. Stretch out for the stuff that you like to eat. So many times we get our eyes on that sweet potatoes. Oh, that sweet potato doesn't need to be something that you eat. Listen, I'll guarantee there's a whole lot of you here today has looked out in the meeting and says, Poor, look at that. And they just cut you right off. I'm telling you, when we eat this meat, get a hold of the meat, we just need to let the other stuff go because wherever the Holy Spirit is moving, we're going to get the move of the flesh. And if we put out, if we try and put out the wildfire, a whole lot of times, it puts out the real fire. Oh, yes. We're not novices. We shouldn't be. After 25 years moving in God, we shouldn't be novices. We're not taking up with anything. No. We're going to try the Spirit, and we're going to move in God. Yeah, Amen. Amen. It's so essential that we have a soft spirit in Holy Ghost meetings. It's so essential that we don't take it on our own head and move in the flesh. If we move in the spirit, everything is nice. Everything is beautiful. And everybody gets blessed. But if we move in the flesh, it blesses one person that's glorying in himself. We need the glory in the Lord, folks. And we need to let that sweet Holy Spirit come and take us over. Hallelujah. 
I want to share, let you agree with two words, and then I'll get some of the rest of the folk. Just two years ago, we've always had disasters in, in our shipping because we are a fishing community. And every time that the storms, the winter storms come on, we always lose a whole lot of our boats. Our fishermen have got so much obligations now, it's no longer staying in in a bad weather. They have to go. They have to get out, and maybe it's a force 10, force 12 gale. They have to get out and get that fish at all costs. But you see, it takes a toll. And being a fishing community, a lot of times we see men for the last time. Just two years ago, it was related off our platform. Just not long after this boat, one of the boats went out. He was a, a wooden boat and one of the older boats with 10 of a crew. He went out and he started to hit a storm. Uh, he started to ride it out. He couldn't fish. He was stuck. He was caught in it. His last words over the radio to the other fishing vessels in the area that was all riding out that force 10 gale. I'm speaking about 60 feet waves and wind that you could hardly stand up in. And here was that little boat up and down, bobbing up and down. And at four o'clock that morning, the skipper of one of the boats, he says, as they communicated with one another, he says, listen lads, we're caught in it this time. We're caught in it this time. That was the last words that ever he uttered, along with ten of a crew, never to be seen again. Nothing but heartache, nothing but trouble, the shore left young families and everything. But I'm saying that to say this. Maybe tonight in New York and Frisketon away up here in the countryside, you don't know about lumps of water and gales of wind. You're not much interested in what I'm speaking about boats and fishing and sea. But let me tell you folks, there comes a time in your life when that storms of life comes against you. Yeah, amen. Oh, you may say, Brother Alec, but we're above that. Well, my, my mind goes back to that story, and many of you know it. It's found in all the Gospels. Mark 4, in a lot of rain in the Scripture. You give me my Scripture, I'll just quote this word for you. And I believe that I'm speaking to you tonight, folks. I'm speaking the word from God to you at Friskerton and wherever you hear my voice. My glasses. <laughs> I'm going to just read it because if we don't cast out the world, 
How could it return to him? And this is the word of God, and you heard me last night. It's in my time <laughs> Okay, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, is my glasses there? <laughs> oh, Lord, I'd like to pray for my eyes. Pray for my eye, I must say. Bless him, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Listen, and I'm serious about this. Let's start from 30, 37. And there rose a great storm of wind and waves and beat into the ship so that it was so full. He was in a hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they woke him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and he rebuked the wind and the sea. Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Huh? There was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? Huh? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obeys him? Are you listening to me now? The word that God laid in my heart coming up that throughways or coming up the motorways was found in Mark chapter 4, verse 39. Peace be still. Brothers and sisters here tonight, maybe you're not bothered with the storms coming along, but you know, did you never notice that Jesus was in this vessel? Huh? Jesus was in the vessel. And let me tell you, when Jesus is in your vessel, Amen. you'll smile at the storm. Amen. But many times we need to know, and all ever since the Holy Spirit quickened it to me, if you've seen so much storms that's come against us, little circumstances, little anxieties, little uh, financial problems and all this rubbish that comes along and tries to come in as a storm of life. Listen, we just speak the words of Jesus and say, Peace! Be still. Amen. Huh? Listen to the thing that's bothering you tonight. I want as a man of God to speak to it. Wherever you are, whatever part of life you're in and whatever circumstances you're under tonight, I want to tell you, Peace, be still. I'm telling you, peace, be still. I don't care what it is, it's worrying you. I don't care what's coming on the top of you. I'm speaking the word of God and I'm telling you, peace, be still, brother. Oh, brother Alec, it's my job, it's worrying me. Listen, if your job's worrying you, I want you to speak to it. Job, peace, be still. If it's a financial burden that's bothering you, oh my, are you using the gift of discernment, brother? I'm like, no! Common sense. 
Many times we get people coming onto the platforms and say, well, we're going to use the gift of the knowledge and wisdom and all this stuff, and they stand up and they say, there's someone here with a financial trouble. Ah, listen. Everybody could raise their hand at that. Huh? Everybody. We don't need the gift. We don't need to say that we've got a gift for that. I don't say that it doesn't happen, it happens. But let me tell you, the storm of life that comes around you. And oh, folks, listen. It's so wonderful when you can calm that sea. It's so wonderful when you can calm that person that comes to you and says, Brother, I'm worried about this thing. I'm bothered about this. All at once we need to just say, well, brother, sister, whatever's bothering you. And you know it comes sometimes as an angel of light. Oh, yes, it won't only come as water and wind. It won't only come as different things. Things that's black, it'll come as beautiful light. Mm. Peace, be still. Peace, be still. I'll never forget. Sister Coney was, used to come up to Peterhead, Brother Joe, you remember in this. And she used to stand up in the broad street there. And that's the time that we was moving in God. And she used to sing, Blessed quietness. Blessed quietness. What assurance. In my soul, on life's troubled sea. What does he do? He speaks peace to me. While the billows, while the billows cease to On life's stormy sea, he speaks peace to me. While the billows cease to roll. Listen, brother and sister, you never have a good Holy Ghost meeting before you get out of the door. That storm's is coming against you. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? Huh? I've maybe a little Scotch accent, but I'll tell you it's a word of God and it's backed by the Holy Spirit. Peace! Be still! Whatever it is. It's bothering you. Peace, be still. And that's what the Lord showed me, to, to share with Frisket and Church, to share all over the world. Wherever I go, I'll speak peace to the troubled soul. Yeah. Folks, we've got an anchor tonight. And that anchor is Jesus. We've got an anchor that keeps our soul safe and secure. What? Well, the billows roll. But let me tell you, as we walk with the Lord and we recognize who we're up against, peace, be still. Huh? To your little, little storm in this teacup. But to you, it's just like that force 10 gale or that 60 feet waves coming against you. It could be spiritual. It could be natural. It could be all different things. And especially against.
Holy Ghost people. Does Holy Ghost people get problems? Oh, we get some folk that would say, well, I've no problems. That's ah, okay. Let's see you tomorrow. Uh-huh. Uh, see, it's so easy to, so easy to come along and, and, to, and to, to dance and praise the Lord is beautiful. I'll, I do not take the deity or nothing for the dance. But you know, if you're going to dance with us tomorrow, walk with us. In our business, in our work, huh? Same Jesus, same Holy Spirit. If I can't have Jesus in my business, listen, he's no use when I come to church only. We're walking with him 24 hours a day. Walking in fellowship and communion with him 24 hours a day the reason why so many of us get so bothered and, and, and downtrodden and underneath a cloak of us ever a time that the church of God the body of Christ universal there's a cloak that the old enemy has tried to put on us but he's defeated a hundred percent listen and God is for us Amen. he doesn't need to bother anybody else if you're not getting bothered, there's something wrong with you. You're not going on. Uh-huh. I tell you, when you start walking in the Spirit, when you start different from anybody else, the traditions of things, they've been not long in pointing their finger and saying, He's wrong! But you know this? Whenever the enemy comes in like a flood, you know Jesus raises up a standard against him. And I'm telling you, you're going on. Hallelujah. We're going through. Huh? I remember before they used to say, well, when that thing comes against us, we just feel like one of these big bulldozers coming along behind us and saying, come on, Alan, get up, get up. Many of us fall. Listen, it's not in the falling. It's in the picking yourself up again. Huh? Speaking to my little brother down there. I felt led to speak to him. Listen, brother, it's not in the falling. Get up, you're with us. Get up! We'll lift you up! Hallelujah! We're not going to keep him down. We're going to keep him up. Did ever Jesus say to you, point a finger and say, look at them? No. When we start pointing a finger, you've heard it before. Listen, look, look. Three comes back to myself. But my lovely Jesus, the ministry of Jesus is, listen, he's nail pierced hand reaching out. Get up. When I stumbled and felt it, my lovely Jesus came along and he says, Alex, I'm not looking at your failings. I'm looking to the potential that's in you. Get up. Get up. Get up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've been so, since we come down here, we've been so much 
under opposition. You may say, oh, it's nothing to go to Friskerton. Whenever I said to Brother Henry, I'd be down. Ma, you speak about storms. I'll be speaking peace all this week to them. Peace be still. Get out of my way. Peace be still. Even coming to the meeting today, we went down to start our bus. And what happened? Huh? The old enemy last night used someone to drain it dry, not a drop. And I said, listen, I have to be in time for the meeting. Oh, my, get a taxi. So we had to get the taxi. The only thing that we, we could, where do we get, what happens, a strange town. And here we are, so I'm saying, hey, we're going to be late, we're going to be late. I never like to be late for the house of God. You tell me the time, and I'll be there. But oh, the old enemy today tried to knock us for six, and all the time I'm saying to myself, Alec, peace be still. Peace be still, Alec. Peace be still. Uh huh. We can't undo what's been done, but peace be still. And folks, listen tonight. Let me leave that word with you. Maybe you're under a big strain. And when you're under a big strain, I think it works three times better for you. You know, when you take your stand for Jesus, and when you take your stand for the truth, you know, you think there's nobody with you. You think it's the most loneliest place in the world. When you take your stand for the truth, and you say, no, no, I don't go that line. I want a Jesus way. Uh, and when you take a stand for God, listen, there's so many things comes against loneliness. The very, the, your, your very own seem to be afar off. And you've no one. That's a time that me and you as brothers and sisters have to rally round. That people, it's down. The man is taking his stand, or the woman is taking his stand for right walking and right living. We must take to stand with them and say, peace be still, brother, I'm praying for you. Just last week, I thought nobody cares. Nobody bothered. But you know, the phone rang. I said, Lord, why is it me? Why is it me that it's always to be? To stand up and say, hey, this is not right. A Baptist minister. He says, Brother Alec, what are you going through? What are you going through? He says, in our prayer meeting, we, the people are shouting out your name to God. Lord, bless Brother Alec. He says, not hard to make a telephone call to see what you're going through. I says, I'm standing for truth. I'm standing for truth. And brothers and sisters here in Friskerton, you're going to be called to stand for truth. Uh-huh. And it'll take, I'll tell you, it takes its tolls on you. Mm, but let me tell you, as you're standing for truth, you know who's standing with you? Jesus is standing with us. This is no wishy-washy way, folks. This is not a wishy-washy way. This is not a way that we can hide behind anything. 
Oh yes, I've hid behind my ministry for years. What's that? I've hidden behind my ministry, our God's ministry, or I thought it was mine's. Oh yes, it's okay going so far, but hey, let's a minute. We could hide behind all different good things. We could hide behind our musical instruments. Many times I've said at home, take off your instruments and have a go for Jesus. So easy to hide behind them. Hey, sorry folks. Uh-huh. So many times we're so busy doing things, we're playing that instruments, and all we need is a good touch of Jesus. We should be letting go and letting go for God. We could hide behind all sorts of things this way. Our religious spirit would get in the way and then we would climb up and everything. Folks, Jesus has set us wonderfully free tonight. Free to worship. Free to praise him. Huh? Now wait a minute, I'm going a little bit farther. My Bible says free to cry. Abba. Father. And my Father is with me and is with you. And as we walk together along this straight walking, there's no room for anything else. We must be straight talkers. We, may be, we have to be straight livers. Huh? Oh, yes. We have to be. Listen, you don't dabble in the things of the world this way. Clean lives. They overcame him. We had it last night on the platform here. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And what? Wait a minute, what? The world of the testimony. It's no use standing here unless it works in my home. It's no use standing here shouting my head off unless I have a 24-hour relationship with my wife and my family. It's no use standing here telling people if, if it doesn't work in my little business, if it doesn't work in the workbench, it doesn't work at all, folks. God is preparing a people out of a people. And you know what he wants us to do? Let's walk straight before him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, yes. If we cannot be told by the man of God that we're wrong, listen, if we cannot be guided by man of God, and this has been one of my hang-ups, many times I say, oh, I don't need to be guided by no one but by the Holy Spirit. That's true. But let me tell you, God has put in the church men of God that will stand up and say, stop. Uh-huh. My little boy Stevie there, coming on lovely. He doesn't need to be pump handled to praise the Lord. No. But if I was walking out in that highway, and he was running on to the pavements. Your, your pavements is real little here, and this little village is on there. And I have to keep a hold of his hand. But if he was going out, and a big tractor trailer was coming down the road, 
Do you think it would be love just to let him jump out in the front of it? Huh? Do you think it would be love in my part to let my little boy jump out in the front of that big tractor trailer or a great big double-decker bus? Would it be right? Would that be love for me to say, well, there, please yourself, you can go? No, I would take a hold of him and I would pull him. I'd take a hold of him, but whatever I could get a hold and I'd say, stop! And that's what God wants us to do. If you see some of your folks that you love, it's greater than a tractor trailer bus. It's greater than a big double-decker bus. This is eternity we're speaking about. If I speak to anybody, it's going to be in love. And I'm going to take a hold of them and say, stop. You're wrong. And what's we're lying? What is our measuring tape? The Word of God. Amen? So, folks, peace, peace still unto you. I want to share just before I sit down, I just like to say that I felt such at home. Brother Henry's got something outside there. The Holy Spirit knows exactly what you need, doesn't he? Uh, it says, Welcome home. And listen, whatever the Holy Ghost people, it doesn't matter what they've done. Listen, it doesn't matter what they've been caught up in. I want to welcome home. I don't care how far you've gone down. I want to reach out my hands the same as this sign is reaching out. Welcome home, brother and sister. This is the ministry of Christ. This is the ministry of the church. Welcome. Welcome home. And I just thank you this night, Brother Henry, and all my brothers and sisters here. It's been so good and kind to us. Welcome home. And if ever you're in Peterhead, Scotland, we welcome you in the name of Jesus. And I just feel, I just say that, I just pray that you'll get the same feeling that I felt these last two meetings with you. Welcome home, brother and sister. And I just love you in the name of Jesus. I love you all. I can't help it. I just see it feels so good inside, and it breaks me up. And, and I, I just say, oh, Father, I wish I could stop crying for a minute, but you know, ever since I got quickened in the spirit, I've had that fretful spirit whelming up within me, that everything I touch is a double portion. Are you, do you know what I'm talking about, brothers, sisters? I'm sure you do. My little sister, we came up the throughway there, and you know what, like that, things, coffees and everything coming up, and I said to some of the girls, I said, you know what I would like? And you have to watch what you say when you're in the place with God. You don't want to say something that you don't want. I said, I would just like a nice sandwich and a nice cup of tea. Boy, we just arrived, and here was it. I looked at it and mama had just 
wound up. <laughs> that song was, was the most beautiful song which it ever tasted. You know why? <laughs> because I had a thankful spirit unto God. Listen, brother, sister, if you're not getting on with your wife, you know what you need? A thankful spirit unto God. And you know what will happen? She'll become as nice. Listen, she'll be beautiful. Your relationship in the home will come beautiful. Listen, everything that you touch is a hundred times better when that thankful spirit starts whelming up. Oh, brothers, sisters, are you with me tonight? Uh, this is the stuff I want to get across. This is what I want. No stupid doctrines. No stupid stuff. I want reality. And I want to minister reality to the whole body of Christ. Hallelujah. Soft and gentle. Uh, soft and gentle. So many times you think you're going strange, game. Uh, many other people think we're going touched up here. Is that right? They do, Henry. They think we're going wrong here. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah? Let me tell you something. They've made a mistake. It's not touched up here. It's touched down here. Hallelujah. What touch here? Come on and drink it in with me. Come on. Be, be still in the name of Jesus. night Lord we just send your word out and Lord we thank you for the promise it shall not return void unto thee now father for my brothers and sisters in attendance here father I pray for a divine peace that passes all knowledge and understanding father right now I speak your words and I say, peace be still to every circumstance, to every storm that would come against my brothers and sisters. Lord, I just speak the word, peace be still. And now, Father, for the, all the folk that's listening, Lord, to our voices here tonight, Lord, even in the tape ministry, Father, I just speak to that that woman right now, that man right now, Lord, 
Lord, we just speak the peace to that circumstance. Whatever's robbing the peace, Lord, we just speak and we say, Peace, be still in the name of Jesus. Receive it, brother, sister, right now. Peace, be still in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, and we'll give you the glory. Hallelujah.